talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Oakland Raiders and how the Redskins finally get a victory. This and much, much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, John? Yo, 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 what's up? What's happening? What's happening? Dudes, we feel totally bad. You know why? Because we recorded the most epic podcast of all times the other night. And then when we finished recording, I listened to it and it sounded like robot invasion. <laughs> it was like... It was so good. I even contemplated saving it in case anyone wanted to listen to it and just try to wade through that extra noise. But then I figured no one would. It was so bad. It and was like an I, hour and a half, too. And Josh was back, finally. We we really did have an epic podcast. It was one of the best ones in a long time. And I know uh, Josh is busy with his family, visiting visiting him on a job site tonight. So he is unable to come back and, and re-record. And Aaron's getting ready to go to uh, It's Small World in His Balls. So... Small world in John's pants, after all. It's a small world in your pants, balls. Anyway, anyway, dudes, I'd like to give a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond Seeley Two. Yes, sir. You know why? Because Desmond Seeley One, much like our website right now, is hacked. Hacked. I wonder if someone hacked into my podcast software, and that's what happened yesterday. Because this new software is never crapped out. It's it's the first time that we've ever had any trouble with it, like any kind of glitch whatsoever. So perhaps I don't think it was perhaps. the software. I think it was some kind of glitch with the USB ports or something. I don't know. Perhaps I don't know. I know Josh was supposed to have the uh, the PayPal button back up. I know uh, a couple of people have inquired, including our longtime benevolent sponsor Desmond C. Lee, um, and somebody else inquired about being a a, a one episode sponsor. I can't remember who it was. But Josh is still working on getting that uh, uh, button back on the website unhacked. Hey, we can't even post on the website. We can't even post the podcast up there on that little player, so you got to get it through right. iTunes. Yeah, which, you know, that's all right. You just got to go through iTunes. It's all good. Yep. Anyway, yep. to the game, the Redskins finally get a victory. Hail victory. Excellent. Dudes, I'm so pumped. I know it was over Oakland, dude. But man, do you know how unpumped I was when it was 14 nil? Dude, do you know how unpumped the entire Redskins nation was when it was 14 nil? We basically <laughs> did the same thing to Oakland that the Seahawks did to us in the playoffs. We did, dude. Well done. 
We did. Except they we had really an did. Quarterback before the game. Except they got to play part of the game with the quarterback, and we only got to play zero of the game with our quarterback. No, they didn't play part of the game with the quarterback. They played part of the game with the running back. No, I'm saying we didn't play any of the game against the Seahawks with a healthy quarterback. Uh, that's true. They had a healthy quarterback, but man, what the hell happened to Matt Flynn? I'll tell you what happened to him. He got <laughs> he, he got demoted get after this game. I heard he probably did to third string. But- Maybe, and apparently Pryor's going to be back this week for them, and good for them because they need him because Matt Flynn sucked. Well, he also got sacked seven times, and I don't know how much of it was his fault. How many times? Oh, yeah. This was on the last podcast. It was really refreshing to see seven sacks, though. I can't remember the last time we had more than two or three. You know You're right. <laughs> it was really refreshing to see seven sacks. Hell yeah. Cofield had two sacks in this game, yo. Cofield's my dog. Dog. Josh's John's dog didn't even play Rambo. Uh which made uh, me happy. Dude, dude, why you got you cut me real deep really right there. Why you gotta do that? You know who loves Bakari Rambo? Josh. Will in Maryland. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. maybe Kenny Ken. Um, Will in oh. Maryland, Kenny Ken like tweeted that he was turning off the game when it was fourteen nil, and he would see. Yeah, us next I was a year. little concerned about that. I was a little so, concerned about that. Whenever anyone tweets that, I'm always concerned. There's a nugget of truth in there because Josh does stuff like that. That's because, all right, I'm not calling out Kenny Ken on an FW or Josh, but you can't be making those FW comments during the game, dude. Seriously, seriously. You got to stick with the team. And, if you're and I know we're going to get we're going to get a call or a text or a tweet. You know, you can call us at 77 Harry Hog, leave a message, tweet at Harry Hog. Um, we're going to get something from Kenny Ken going, "Dudes, I didn't turn off the game." Sounded all Joshio style. Yeah, but all I'm saying is that uh FW first of all, it means fair weather for those of you who are trying to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> I was like, dude, I haven't turned off a game, and I've watched them. I haven't missed a watching a Redskins game in like, I don't know, since I was a child. Yeah, definitely in your adult life. I haven't. I don't remember missing a Redskins game since I was a teenager. You had one reason you missed one game. No, I, I missed some games because no, of the creation of uh, the Carolina Panthers. I didn't miss I was a game. In college. Yeah, you did. You missed a game back in like the early '90s or something like that, because of some big emergency. Because you were broken down. It was when your car dropped a transmission. No, I didn't miss the game. I missed the kickoff. I got there halfway through the first quarter. (laughs) I drove the rest of the way in fourth gear without fifth gear or reverse. That car had fifth gear. It was my Jeep. Oh, I thought it was in the Datsun. No, it was the Wrangler, and it was like in 99, whenever, 98, whenever Josh lived in Raleigh. Oh, yeah. And I like, yeah, limped there for the last two hours in fourth gear with like the engine all revving high and whatnot. Dude, I thought it was in the Datsun. I was like, I don't think the Datsun went higher than fourth gear, and you just like pop it into neutral going down all those big hills. No, but the Datsun did go to fifth gear, by the way. And and that car, I, that car looked like crap, but that thing ran, man. The gears in it were reversed. Like first gear yeah. was uh, down and towards the driver's driver, down. And second gear was like up 
up. <laughs> anyway. Was that a push down to make it reverse? No, that's I know Volkswagen. my Volkswagen. That's, my new Volkswagen's like that. My 1980 Dasher station wagon diesel <laughs> used to have that. You had to push it down and put it into first to make it reverse. My 2006 that was Jetta a diesel for, is for the same a, way. Yeah. But the old Volkswagens, like the Beetles, like Nikki had that 71 Super Beetle or whatever, and the pedals you actually had to push down, not in. And you were stomping on them. It was weird. Yeah, but that was also a car that you were able to repair the, repair the floorboards with like a sign that you stole from somewhere in Radford. It was a no parking pop, sign. And you just pop riveted that sucker down on the floorboard. Yeah, because it wasn't going to pass inspection otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> and when they jacked it up, you know, on their lift or whatever in the garage, it says no parking. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, pass. They're like, okay, pass. Anyway, enough about cars. Let's talk about some football here. We we spoke a little bit about the Redskins getting a victory and how refreshing it was to see seven sacks. Yes, sir. And I got to say, it was refreshing to see the defense actually not, like, stop people. They only but gave dude. up seven points the entire game. And I don't care if it was a depleted uh, Raiders team. It's still an NFL team. Dude, it was looking so bad once we were down 14 nothing with that stupid special teams block punt. It was looking so bad, and I know I was on Twitter, you were on Twitter. Tons of people were on there calling for Hazlitt's head. It was like, that's it. We lose to this team, we're four, down 14 nothing. we have got to fire him. Bye week, perfect time to get someone else in there, maybe promote Raheem Morris, something. Got to get rid of him, got to get rid of him. And then suddenly, bam, defense didn't give up points the rest of the game. He cranked it up. He totally cranked it up. I mean, we were getting in there with three dudes rushing. We did. I know, dude. And it was really refreshing. And Kerrigan's just insane this year. Has dude, he had at least I, one sack in every game? I think he has. I think, and then, dude. I wonder how many he has on the year. Is it five? Six? Uh, let me see if I can look that up. That's normally Josh's job. Josh's got at least job. Four. But I, cannot, I cannot bust on him too much because he did have uh, family obligations tonight. Um. He's on our second recording of, of, of Harry Hogg, episode 340. He's designing oh. lights for Les Miserables. <laughs> and uh, if you Do you hear the hear yellow this, cake? Yeah, if you would have heard the lost episode 340, uh, you would have been hearing us sing a song about, Do you hear the yellow cake? <sighs> With the yeah. whole Neil Diamond slash Aaron Neville joins the Aaron cast. Neville. Uh, oh, we had Aaron Neville. Dudes, I'll tell you what, to make up for it on December 22nd when Harry Hog Football, all of us, plus Uncle Jamie. And Kenny Ken and Will in Maryland. And Kenny so Ken and we're in Maryland are you, all tailgating. If if I can get a microphone or a uh, a uh, a bullhorn, I will do my uh, Aaron Neville there in the parking lot. Dudes, that'll be awesome. I'm sure there's <laughs> you guys will let you use their I, microphone. Cowboy, and um, everyone else is invited to join us too. It's an open, um, uh, sorry, tailgate when they bring like a big spread and you just give them a donation. What's that group called? HailBBQ.com. HailBBQ, because we're not going in with cars, we're staying there and taking the train in, man. Because forget that whole parking and car stuff, we're taking the train in, we don't want to drive. Yeah, so Will and Marilyn met us there last year for the Cowboys game. We're trying to expand this year. So if you guys want to meet up, 
Kenny Ken's already committed to it. He's coming. He's international coming down. Dude, that would be sweet. And and maybe the uh, the chick from uh, the competitor of uh, Ace of, Ace of Cakes and her husband will come that we met last year. Who I cannot remember their names ever, but they are very cool. The Chilling out in the parking lot. <laughs> the competitor of Ace. The of chick Cakes. from the competitor of Ace of Cakes. Maybe Will and Marilyn remembers their names because he hung out with them after the game started because none of them had tickets. That's true. They were just there for the atmosphere, which I mean it was, was freezing. Awesome. It was freezing so true atmosphere, fans. actually, but it was awesome. Will and Marilyn had this like cheesy little coat. I mean, not cheesy the coat, but it was real thin, you know. And and he was like freezing, and we had to keep giving him those hand warmers. And That's true. That's true. I was like, "How are you that cold? I've got like, I mean, how are you even here? Because I have eight layers on, and I'm cold." I tell you what, though, once we got inside the stadium and out of the wind, it was great. Except for that, I had to sit next to Cowboys fans. Yeah, but that dude wasn't a real Cowboys fan, really. Yeah, that's true. He he just it was a, he was just like, yeah, I'm here to suit to root for the Cowboys because that's the team I picked when I moved to America. That was dumb. Kind of thing. Yeah, that was dumb. But he wasn't a jerk. He was just like, oh well, we lost. Yeah. We were more jerks than he was. <laughs> anyway, uh, let me see. All right, yeah, so meet up with us. Send us an email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com or call Sir. us on the hog line at 77HarryHog if you want to join us for that epic yeah. tailgating event when we beat Dallas. On yeah, and that goes right to a voicemail, so you don't have to be like, oh, dude, I don't know. It would be weird if I call and like John picks up and is like, hello? <laughs> what do you want? No, it goes right to voicemail, so you just record, leave a message, and uh, we'll listen to it. We listen to everything. Yeah, don't worry, dudes. John never picks up his phone. Dude, I never do. I am not glued to my phone like so many people nowadays. I put my phone down when I get home, and if it rings in the other room and I don't hear it, oh well. Dude, no. You texted me, and I called you back like a minute later, and you didn't answer. That's because I put it down and went to, to, uh, to take a piss. Okay. And then Roberta got home, and then we ate dinner, and I was like, well, I will get back with you later. Anyway, enough about that. I am not glued to my phone. I am not a slave to my phone, unlike some people who are extreme technocrats. Like Aaron. Like me. Like you, totally. Or even more, Josh. <laughs> Additionally, to the upside of this victory. Yeah is the fact that we could only be one game out of first place if the Cowboys get completely destroyed like by Denver like I think they're going to this weekend. Or they lose by one. That's fine, too. Or they lose by one. But hopefully they'll get completely destroyed. And Yeah, this coming weekend, uh, Dallas-Denver and Eagles-Giants. So it is conceivable. I can't. If the Giants go 0-5, I don't know what's going to happen up there. Even though, I mean, the guys won two Super Bowls, but I don't know if Conf- Conklin can Conflin can stay. I think the Giants can beat the Eagles. I think, I think the they Eagles totally. The just, Eagles have been good for one half of the season. It was the first half of the first game against us, and that's it. That's what I was saying. There's no way they can keep that up. They're going to get too tired and beat up. And stuff. They're linemen at 300 pounds. They can't play like 70 plays a game. What's the matter with you? And there's not a hundred people on. What's the, the matter team? with you? Like Chris Tucker would say. Anyway, seriously, nothing so, about those scrubs. But but the point is, the point, dude. The point is that when we play Dallas here in just a little over a week at Dallas on Sunday night, it is possible we could be playing for first place in our crappy division. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs>
That's what I'm talking about. But you know what? Before we even get into that, I just wanted to reiterate this fact. It was What's really that? refreshing to see seven sacks, though. I can't remember the last time we had more than two or three. <laughs> <laughs> seven sacks. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, here we go. Last week, Will and Marilyn posed the question, and me and John discussed it. Is Arakpo a bust, or what? Is it time and to start calling him a bust? Yeah, I think, he, I think he's been hearing the charges, and again, it is against Oakland, but Arakpo stepped it up. He almost had a pick. Man. Maybe he had two sacks. He almost had a pick. He dropped back in coverage, which was the big thing that I've said about him, is that he can't fall back in coverage as well as Kerrigan can. Well, he did pretty well. He sure did. And, yeah. And now, to bolster that defensive line, we're going to have my dog Jarvis Jenkins back this week. And to up the uh, rotation at linebacker, we're going to have Rob Jackson, the sack specialist. Rob Jackson. And, as a matter of fact, we might as well just go ahead and talk about the transactions. Let's roll right into that. Do we have music for that? Yeah, you ready? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were. <laughs> Alright! That's the transaction report. <laughs> Jarvis and Rob Jackson are back. Philip Merling, former number one pick that we almost picked number one, allegedly. And John Potter, the kicker. Cut! It's Colonel Potter. Sorry, Colonel Potter. And it's Olsen Merling. And in addition Merlin to those Olsen? guys being cut, Olsen we thought Merlin? we thought that, and we talked about this on the lost episode three forty, that I thought that Chris Thompson might get. Dude, I think all of us thought Chris Thompson was going to be the guy. You wanted it to be Thompson Bacardi. I wanted it to be Rambo. I thought he should got. I was saying. Cut. And Mike Dude, Shanahan it, said, "No way." And I said. <laughs> And Aaron Neville said, You know what I'm saying? Yellow cake. The touch, the feel of yellow cake. (laughs) (laughs) The touch, the feel. Yellow cake. So, yellow cake. Oh, 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 my word. On the day I was born. I had a nah, piece nah, of nah, 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 nah. yellow cake. <laughs> and on the day that I was leaving, nah, 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 nah. I saw the yellow cake. Mark Brunel's yellow cake. Brunel's yellow <laughs> cake. Anyway. Which is a, a clue for those of you going, what is this yellow cake thing who are not, uh, uh, who are newer uh, members of Harry Hog Nation? They probably already but, uh, like put a post on iTunes of how dumb we are because we keep these guys suck. <laughs> All they do is talk about yellow cake and Aaron Neville. To which I say, stuff. if you got something better to do, why are you listening to us? Yep. 
<laughs> yellow cake. But it all goes back to Mark Brunel's yellow cake. <laughs> and a long lost picture online thereof. Yeah. Forthwith. Um, yeah. His Dudes. yellow cake got hacked. <laughs> His yellow cake did get hacked, but apparently he took care of it and got it and uh, got that uh, rescinded <laughs> <laughs> from the internet. I, I, I think it was some crazy person that took the picture of his yellow cake, like a young Grant Paulson, maybe. Probably was Grant Paulson. That was his way of working into the uh, into the fold. Tony Kornheiser. I don't think it was Tony Kornheiser. He goes more for like Betty White, Adam Sheenan, Raquel Welch, and and like women like. Adam Schefter. Schefter, Sheenan, any of them. Scott Van Pelt. (laughs) Uh, Nick Goldie. Al Goldie. (laughs) (laughs) Same difference. I don't think that dude's even a true Redskins fan. Every chance he gets, he tries to say they're going to lose. Al Goldie? I don't know if he even, like, follows football. He just talks about wrestling. No, he always does, like, the post-game shows. Yeah, he does, but... Like when everyone's like going back to their car. And, and he but, restates but, what happened during the game. You know, you miss it. See the it person that... The, the, the real uh, fair weather in the whole group is Grant Paulson, though. That guy is... is <laughs> you just hate Grant Paulson. No, no, you hate him way more than I do. I was trying to like calm down the Twitter war between you and him last year, back when he was a young buck. Now I don't he even remember he's the Twitter because war. Because he's in 106.7 or something like that. The fan. This this story was first broken by Grant Paulson, who doesn't realize he's been being used as a member of the young member of the media by Redskins to make their point in the press. By Red Zebra. Red Zebra Broadcasting. Oh, by the way, thanks, Dan Snyder, for selling the Redskins stations in the Virginia Beach area to Bruce Hornsby. Bruce Hornsby. Yeah. Although one although the FM station plays great music. The AM station is hard to pick up here in Virginia Beach. You need to get on that, Hornsby. <laughs> and, yeah, anyway, enough about that. All right, yeah, so where were we? Okay. O-line report. Transaction report. So, yeah, we thought that Chris Thompson, because he's been so horrible, and Bacardi Rambo has been like the – what were they thinking? Thinking they, they were going to be able to plop him right in there to start. Well, they did the same thing with Amerson, and of course, Amerson. Amerson is the was the game changer. He was the one that stepped up and got that pick, and ran it in for a pick six, our third pick six in the year. And really, from that point forward, we never looked back. We didn't give up any more points. The offense slowly but steadily. It was not the greatest offensive game. Griffin, you know, RG three was not on his game really. But he showed flashes, better running in general. He showed flashes of his old self more than he has before. Alfred Morris went out with a uh, hit or a, what? A rib contusion. That's a bruise. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, Helu came in and kicked some butt. It, it, they, you know, it was a rough win, but, but guy, it was a gritty win. Guys gutted it out. There were a lot of injuries and, Guys gutted it out and came in and, and took care of business against a crappy team the way the way that we should. We're better than Oakland. Even though we hadn't won a game before this, we are better than that. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to see dudes step up, and hopefully we're going to keep uh, be able to keep translating this uh, going forward after the bye week into a Dallas. 
Yeah, it was really refreshing, actually. It was really refreshing. It- All right, so we're going to go right from here into the O-Line report. Crank it up, gentlemen. Franco-American SpaghettiOs Show them your O-Face This is the O-Line Report with me, I guess. Brought to you by Poopery. <laughs> A little before you go. It helps de-stink the flow. No, this is a real... It's a real thing. Suzanne bought me some. They say, it, really? it has a little logo on it. It says something like, a little before you go... Helps diffuse the flow. That you were there, they will never know. Oh, all right. It works, too. You can't even smell it. It's a good product. Sweet. Poopery. Look it up. I'm serious. It's, it's real. <laughs> I learned about it from the Colitis and Crohn's Foundation people that I was working with. <laughs> and that's not a lie. So anyway... True story, dudes. True story. O-line report. Um, yep. You know what was really refreshing to see? The O-line running what they're designed to run with the stretch run plays. For once, they hinted at it a little bit, and it seemed to be working. The O-line also only gave up, what, one sack on RG3? One sack on the game. Which is pretty good. Even though it's some, it, there may have been one or two more, but o, or Robert Griffin III was actually looking a little bit more mobile than he has. He's he's getting better each week, I think. I think he's getting back in football shape. I think football it's going to take a while for him to round into form. He's rounding it. He's rounding he's the rolling round. to football shape, and he's coming back huh? into form. Excellent. And what else do I have to say about the O-line? Um, I don't know. I think they were doing all right. So you got anything to add? Nope. All right, well, that was the O-Line Report brought to you by Poopery. <laughs> Not really. That's a fake commercial, but it is a real thing. You should look it up, dudes. Harry Hooker All right. Fall. Injury report. Does not, uh, what's mm-hmm. the word? Endorse this product. <laughs> officially, but Aaron does. All right. All right, so yeah, let's go on into the injury report. And I, and stench of Aaron is not necessarily the stench. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the injury report. We had a couple injuries that were concerning to me during this ball game. Yes, obviously Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris. What's the deal, Leo, on him, yo? They're saying he's probably going to be back. He's got a bruised rib. Contusion. Contusion. And John looked that up on Wikipedia, and it said that means a bruise. That means a closed wound. Otherwise, a bruise. Yes. And we also had Logan Paulson, which who sprained his knee, and um, Grant Paulson's brother. He also the cool his cool in this brother. Game. We have to. We'd be remiss if we didn't point. We'd out. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about that. That looked like Chris Cooley a few years ago, fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting for extra yardage in that one game. And, and then you're just like, all right, dude, just put both hands on the ball, run straight forward, and fall to the ground at this point. Because I'm glad you're fighting, but the ball is out there, and someone's going to knock it out. No! Yeah, it always happens. God, they got like four wait. guys holding the dude up while two guys try to strip the ball out. Yeah, and yep, sure did. All right, and so- that's where we were. I think a lot of us were thinking, oh, no. 
we're going to blow this game with something stupid like that. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, um, Logan Paulson, what's the dealio on his injury, yo? Uh, he's got a knee issue, but it looks lo- it looks like he may be ready for the next game. They're they're not quite sure. Uh, the team is on a five day break away from football activity, a vacation, as it were. So they're saying beforehand that it looks like he will be back against Dallas, but we'll see. I mean, you never know. Did you, you could twist it like walking around on some like. I don't know, booze cruise in Miami or something this weekend for all we know. On a related note. On vacay. Did you vacay, even see? As Josh would say. Did you even see um, uh, Fred Davis in this game? Because Reed wasn't even active because he's injured. Crickets. I did. They're phasing him out. I did, but he, he didn't get much playing time. But I'm glad you brought up Your dog, Niles Paul. (laughs) He's not my dog. He is totally your dog. He had a better game this week. He had a better game, better, better game this week. Yeah, like he didn't lose the game for us by taking in the uh, onside kick eight eight yards after the kick. Right, after, you know, having great hands on the onside kick way too early. Mm -hmm. But... Not so good on the pass. That probably would have been out of bounds anyway. But, you know. How many catches did he have? His stats on the day were two for three, 20 yards. Long of 16. So he caught one for 16 and one for four? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, pretty much, yes. (laughs) (laughs) He did all right. That's bad. And one for four. And he also had two uh, tackles. I like how now they're giving the the On two, four, teams. three. You know, they used to just tell you how many catches they had, but now they tell you how many they dropped or missed or didn't catch. Right, overthrown stuff like that. They used to not do that. Stat. Used to just be way like to go, catches. stats, dudes. Way to crank up your game a little bit, like the Redskins yeah. D. Yeah, third. I was really proud of them after how bad they've been. I thought they could have just folded in. And then after everyone, including myself, was calling for Hazlitt's head on a platter. I still am. In the first quarter. At the I, still, the I still can't stand him. But he needs you to know. get out of the booth. What is that? I don't know. How can but, he talk I mean, to his guys and like, you know, be like, dude, you need to fix this if he's up there? Dude, he's got a downrigger down on the ground. Yeah, London Fletcher. Yeah, pretty much. He's the downrigger, and he and uh, Hazlitt's the guy up in the sky. Wow! Up and up, up on the uh, up on the uh, the truss. That's his prerogative, the, I guess. The, uh, entertainment venue. Anyway, he's got London Fletcher down there to direct traffic with all the uh, not so smart people. Do we like have Rockstar. any more injuries to discuss? Nothing significant. What about Kai Forbath? How's his injury looking? I guess better because they cut Potter. I think you just answered your own question. I didn't know if you'd heard anything officially. There has not been anything official, honestly, um, on that. Uh, but it's it's looking good because Potter got cut. Cut! Yep. So. All right, well, with that, I guess we'll take a, what, Short break and come back and give our games and kicks and round this thing out.
yeah, dude, let's let's uh let's roll. All right, we'll talk to you guys after this short break. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Oh, whoops! I forgot to cue the right thing. Hold on. Oh, we near our commercial for our benevolent sponsor. I'm working on it. This is oh. Kenny Ken from Canada. Kenny Ken is not our benevolent sponsor. In a Maybe world in Canada. Where Dallas fans roam the streets. And it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero, because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Sometimes there's a man. Well, he's a man for his time and place. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee. 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter because Desmond C. Lee 1 was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. We're basic freedoms. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Yo, you back? Yo, 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 what's up? Song's called Miss Poopy. Is it really? Yeah. By Jimmy McGriff. Of course. Fat cakes. Anyway, all right. Yeah, uh, we're back from break. And uh, let me see. John had a little tidbit that I thought was interesting. And we had a discussion with it on the loss of 340. Um, if you didn't hear, Daryl Green's son tried out for the skins this week. And we think that's interesting timing. Yes, true. Uh, graduate of UVA, he actually was signed by Dallas in the pre or before the preseason. Dallas. Made it all the way through their system to the final cut, so he's not, you know, he's not terrible. But I thought it was very interesting. He's been floating around up until now, and apparently the Redskins tried out 17 or so different players, and they didn't sign anybody. But pretty interesting, Daryl Green's son, um, whom... Spent a lot of time in Dallas learning yeah, their system. Yeah, who... Spent a lot of time in Dallas, was suddenly brought in by the Redskins right before the Dallas game to uh, try out a little bit. Maybe a little conversation with the coaches. Hey, you know what they were doing here and what they were doing there. Which makes X's me think that Robert the Bruce had sent. Perhaps it was subterfuge. All along. Perhaps it was subterfuge. That was the whole point. Thank you, Mr. Green. We had that whole thing. Daryl Green was like, I got to support my son, even though he plays for the Cowboys. We're all like, what? You can't root for him, even if he's on the the Cowboys. We don't care. You're a redskin. 
blah, 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 blah. And they were, and now we took the bait just like Jerry. James we took the bait. New S have has come to light. It's come to light that Daryl Green was really out there spying on the Cowboys through his son. Yep. Who was reported back to the field general. Yep, 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 yep. Alan the Bruce. So perhaps that will give us a, a step up, a leg up, if you, uh, as you, uh, yeah. That was an interesting point. You will never hear that on any other news outlet about the Redskins. Besides here. True that. It's pure speculation. Pure BR. but Complete speculation. Stuff. You heard it here first, or maybe second, now on HarryHogFootball.com. That's Harry Hog Football, and we are the original Redskins fan, fans podcast. I think Josh said we're in our seventh year. Is that right? Yeah, because 2006 was the first year we did it, like around October or November. So this is our seventh year we're in. And we were the first Redskins fans podcast out there still going strong and and part of the reason for that is donations from folks like our longtime benevolent sponsor massive redskins fan desmond seeley who can't donate right now because our website is hacked because it's hacked and we're waiting on josh to put that uh paypal button back on there so anyway thanks to you desmond seeley yes sir and we also got a donation last week from alex don't call me andre carter <laughs> yep I think his his name is John Coltrane Hendricks or something. I think it's just at like at Coltrane Hendricks or something like that. But you know, if you're going to pick two musicians, you, you, you could do much, much worse than that. Wow. Two good ones. So anyway, uh, anyway, uh, Daryl Green, son, subterfuge, Alan, the Bruce, loving it. Kick some games, dude. You know what it's time for. I know. You know what it's time for. I know. It's time for this week's <laughs> Kicking the Balls Award. Ooh, my damn balls. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> this week's Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by Ridapoo. Ridapoo, as opposed to Poopery. Poopery or cockadoodle poo. Did I tell you what my precious little four-year-old daughter said to me this week? Was she precious as she said this? It was pretty funny. <laughs> she said, I had this pillow down in the uh, sunroom because I couldn't sleep. So I went down there and laid down and watched the Andy Griffith show for a few hours in the middle of the night. Anyway. The next day, she's like, why is this pillow in here? And why does it smell like your head, Dad? And I said, what does my head smell like? Strawberries? And she goes, no. Like poop. (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. Extremely inappropriate, but very funny. I was just like, all right. Well, all right. Thanks a lot. Aaron, that is your daughter. She may have said poo-poo, actually. No, yeah, that's your daughter. Then she started laughing and ran off. <laughs> so anyway. It sounds like you. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like me now, actually. Not when I was four. <laughs> 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 so anyway, moving forward. Um, Yeah, the kick in the balls award. Who's yours going to, John? Because I didn't tell you who mine's going to. 
you know, I don't even remember from last time, but I'm going to give my kick to special teams. You cannot give up a blocked punt for a touchdown. Against the Raiders. Against the damn Raiders. What in the hell is going on with special teams? Another team we probably wouldn't have been able to come back from. True. True. That was terrible. That was good. Whoever was responsible for that, it may have been Perry Riley. Is that correct? If I remember that right. Dude, I think you are correct. I think he's the one that completely 100% whiffed. Or he didn't even whiff. He just missed. Like, wasn't even looking at his block. Yeah. So... That's yeah. a good one, dude. And I'm going to have to give mine my one of my favorite players of all times. Very close to breaking the Redskins all time. What is it? Catch record? Number of catches? No. Maybe. I thought Art Monk had that. What's the record he's about to break of Gary Clark? Anyway, it's, it's Santana Moss, dude. In the beginning of this game, you know, we've been struggling all season. It was third and like eight or nine, and he had a pass thrown right to him on third down, our first series out, and it just bounced off his hands. And that pretty much shot any chance of us getting a momentum going right there early in the game. And yep. uh, I was pretty upset. And um, that's why he's getting my kick for that one play. And then we didn't hear from him again in the entire game. Yeah, he uh, he ended up finishing this game with, a grand total of Josh. What do you got? Zero for one. Is that what it was? Um. Yeah. What is he this would, record they are saying that he's about to pass? They were talking about it. In the maybe it was a longevity thing. I really don't know. Most games with the Redskins. That Most balls caught. <laughs> I don't think Gary Clark has more balls caught than Art Monk. No, Art Monk was first was had the all time record, and and then Jerry Rice passed him, and I don't know if anyone has since then. I think Irvin. Yeah, but in the uh, immortal words of Daryl Green, quote, he pushed off a lot. End quote. Oh yeah, he did. He so did, and they totally let him get away with it because I think the referees were scared of him because of his coke habits and stuff and like trying to stab his teammate in the neck with scissors and stuff (laughs) yeah what is that about anyway enough about that cowboy enough about that that lucky he didn't go to jail criminal yeah so that's who my kick's going to so i'm not even going to give josh's this week because yeah i don't remember what josh's was i texted him and he was way too busy um apparently to text back because i was like do you remember your games and kicks and that was it well there you go now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. Game Ball Award brought to you by uh, nobody. Triangle Casket Store. Triangle Casket Store. All right, uh, Game Ball, who's yours going to, John? Well, I remember we gave a collective uh, Game Ball to Roy Helu for stepping in when uh, Alfred went out with the contusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to his ribs and just stepped it up massively. He did have that one fumble, but there was a penalty on the play before that, so it didn't matter. And uh, he, you know, the hurdle of the guy, the first downs, I mean, he really helped us to shut this game uh, cl- or finish the game out. You yeah. know what I mean? It was outstanding. That that play from Griffin was 
was outstanding to find him down there too because he was like the third or fourth yeah. like look receiver. It looks like he's back after uh, that big injury last year. Looks like he's a uh, he could be the third down back now. Oh, excuse me, definitely. Um, my game ball. I'm trying to remember who I was going to give it to. Oh, I know who I'm giving it to. Who? Barry Cofield. Oh yeah, that's right. Game. That's who it was. Two sacks. They finally started stopping the run, and I think some of it in those first two games was the fact that he had that club on his hand. Yeah, he. Uh, the this is the first game this season where he had, has not had to have a club holding all his fingers in place, like he he can actually splay his fingers out and and grab, and and that's such a huge difference to these guys. Did he have a so, club on against Detroit? Everybody until this last week, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe that's a big difference. And now that we're getting my dog Jarvis Jenkins back, hopefully it'll solidify that a little bit more over there. And Rob Jackson. Talking to you, Rob Jackson. Yeah, you hear me, Keyshawn. But I also um, would be remiss if I didn't point out the Kerrigan's awesome game and Iraq pose, which we've already briefly talked about. Yeah. And and as a matter of fact. David Amerson. Dude, as a matter of fact, my game ball for this game went to the entire defense um, I, I was trying to figure out a, a kind of a, a first quarter and then second, third, and fourth quarter one for the whole defense, but I couldn't think of anyone that deserved it in the first quarter because we were terrible. So my game ball goes to the defense. They stepped up. They went through about a quarter or so, and then suddenly it was like, oh, yeah, we, we have got to beat these guys. We're better. We are better than they are. We have to step up and beat them is mm-hmm. basically what it came down to. And they said they said it, and they did it. And they hopefully, were just it'll, like, give okay. them, it'll give them a little confidence going in against the Dallas Cowboys. Going against, yeah, against Dallas. So anyway, yeah, it was good to get a victory. Yes, it was really refreshing to see a win. Hell as yeah! Ugly as it was, still it was still refreshing. It was ugly. <laughs> Hell yeah! So uh, let me see what else we got here. Um, next week, of course, is the bye week. And then we got mm-hmm. Dallas. It's a night game. Sunday night. And um, at dude, Dallas. I think that's about it. Let me get I think some we're music ready to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. We'll talk to you guys next week. Give out all the information, John. Oh, you can uh, check out the website at harryhogfootball.com. That's H A R R Y hogfootball.com. On Twitter, we are at harryhog. Um, what else? If you would like to call the hog line and vent, make some jokes, do whatever you want to do on there, it goes right to voicemail. It's 77-HARRY-HOG. Again, H-A-R-R-Y-HOG. 77-HARRY-HOG. Yep. Um, oh, and you can also email us at... RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. That's right. Hopefully we'll have the slight fixed by the Dallas game, so keep you posted. Have a nice bye week. One thing's for sure, we won't get another loss. That's right. We cannot fall far. Well, we technically can fall farther behind, but we probably won't fall farther behind than a half game or, or maybe one game with the, uh, well, no. Yeah, one game, Eagles. Yeah. But if the Eagles win, that would give them two wins just like the Cowboys. Yeah. So... Either, either, or, man. We're totally in the thick of it. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do. 
Joker! Joker!